Hi again, everybody. We welcome you into ESP media coverage of Moeller Fighting Crusader Athletics. As tonight, we come to you from Mason High School as a little change in venue. As tonight, it is Moeller Lacrosse as the Crusaders will take on the Comets from Mason High School. Greg Waddell here with you tonight as we will get you set up for an exciting non-conference matchup tonight as the 8-5 Crusaders come in a day later than they thought to take on the Mason Comets and in a change of location. Mason coming in with a record very impressive at 10-3 and three coming in. A change in venue, a change of night and all because of a night, well, really, I guess yesterday afternoon, a lot of thunderstorms and more so threat of thunderstorms forced the postponement of the game from Thursday night to Friday night. Then, well, Sean McGinnis will tell us a little bit more about why this all kind of transpired the way that it did for a little nighttime Friday night lights action of lacrosse as a molar in a very important matchup tonight gets set to take on the Mason Comets. As far as, as Moeller comes in, they are coming in off of a, an impressive win a couple of nights ago as they defeated the Loveland Tigers. They were able to hold off Loveland and win it by a 12-9 final on Tuesday night. Mason, meantime, they were also supposed to have played earlier this week, got postponed on Wednesday with Lakota East, but did play against Fairfield on Monday, and no problems with Fairfield winning it 22-1. to as far as these two teams are concerned, though, fighting now for playoff seedings because that will all take place on Sunday night is when they will have the draw for the Ohio High School Boys Lacrosse Tournament and the Crusaders needing a big-time win as they have suffered five losses this year, looking for something to help maybe boost that record just a little bit as the draws will take place coming up here on Sunday night. As mentioned, we're going to hear from head coach Sean McGinnis. He's going to talk to us a little bit about kind of uh, just the whole mindset of his team getting ready for this game because of the change of location, the change of night, and just the whole postponement. And he'll tell us how that all kind of came to be as the Molar Crusaders and the Mason Comets just about ready for action. We'll take a timeout and come back and we'll hear from Sean McGinnis when we return as we'll have Mason and Moeller lacrosse action on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. ESP Media has been producing and operating websites, mobile apps, game films, broadcast, and social media content since 2010. We have entered into an exciting partnership with Sidearm Sports, the number one provider of collegiate athletic websites in the world. If you're reevaluating your athletic website's overall look and day-to-day -day operation, ESP Media can assist you. Reach us today at 513-655-4966 or email us at sales at ESPmediaSN.com. Join ESP Media and Sidearm Sports to be the leader.
Well, it's a whole week, a night of, of kind of going through adjustments. We're going to get the game started a little sooner than we thought. They uh, bumped the time down on the clock, and we are ready to get things going. So we'll hear our pregame interview with Sean McGinnis coming up at halftime. But Greg Waddell back with you, along with Dwayne Titus that is going to be here. Sean Gary, he is actually officiating somewhere tonight, so he will not be with us for the uh, the broadcast tonight. He's probably going to be tuning in somewhere. But Dwayne, appreciate you coming up here, helping out. Since you don't get to do the PA last night, and they moved the game, they moved you over here tonight. I've been traded for a player to be named later. That's <laughs> yeah. what happened. Yeah, we, we needed a left-hander out of the bullpen. Exactly. Is what we like to say. So, Well, this is a big game tonight. Uh, we, we didn't really get a chance to hear Sean's thoughts on this, but it, it's a big matchup tonight for Moeller. They're kind of in, in need of that an impressive win as they get ready for the seedings coming up on Sunday night. It is. It's going to be big for the seedings coming up um, Sunday night. This is the last chance to impress. Of course, we have St. Charles coming in tomorrow for senior day, 3 o'clock, but uh, – Muller needs a big win in the city, and this this is going to be it if they're going to do it. This has turned out to be a nice little rivalry between Muller and Mason as well. These kids already know each other from the, the lacrosse world around town anyway, but then when you actually have a lot on the line, it makes it all that much more fun. It really does. Uh, it's going to be a scrappy game. It's going to be physical, and we'll just see how the refs let him play. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so. We see Ian Ellis heading down. He will be in net, and uh, Sam Piccolo, who is – a two-year starter now for the Mason Comets. He'll get the start in net for the Comets. Let's uh, let's go over and talk a little bit about Ian Ellis. We haven't had a broadcast since the St. X game at UC at, at Nippert Stadium. So the uh, the sophomore Ian Ellis is getting a lot more playing time now and, and getting a little bit more adjusted. Absolutely. I think they, but Ian has done nothing but improve as the season has gone on. That's exactly what they expected. So hopefully we see good things tonight. Hopefully the defense protects him. And, We'll see what happens. They're getting ready to start. That they are as we see Reese Boggs out to take the opening faceoff as he'll kick it forward, trying to pick it up off the turf as we are underway here in Mason. Still a battle. Ball on the turf headed towards the Mason end of the field. Finally, it's the Comets coming away with that loose ball as getting in there was Brendan Malloy, their faceoff man. Malloy makes his way upfield as he tries to get into the box as he does so. He had a man all over him as that was Blake Gillis on him as Mason will back out of the box as we are underway here to start this game. Nice little battle there at the X to get things started, Dwayne. And that's a tough ground ball. I'll tell you what, that's what Moeller needs to get. They, we need to get the tough ground balls tonight. That's going to make a difference in the game. A lot of experience for Mason. A 10-3 and three record as they'll swing the ball behind the net. Chase Flora, Carson Croy, Xander Wells, their three attack men. Is that ball passed, though? Gets by the midi coming downfield, rolling across midfield. They'll be over and back on Mason. So that'll turn the ball over, and the Crusaders get to stop their first go-round. They'll quickly move the ball upfield. They'll get the box, then pull it right back. Is Lane Miller among the uh, starters out on the field? Dylan Warner coming out. He'll check in to the game. First offensive possession is Brendan Sigurdsson will take it down. Left corner. Pass it behind the net. Zach Kroger takes it over to the right corner and passing it back up as we'll see Muller kind of slow things down now to set up their offense here first time, Dwayne. They're going to spin it around, see if they get some pro something productive here. And Sigurdsson gets the first shot on goal and that's saved, but that's okay. We got shot on goal and now a turnover. Yeah, turnover on the clear right. Back to Sigurdsson and he shoots it in and another save. That's Low Piccolo. A couple of point blank saves on one of the better players in town, Brendan Sigurdsson. So that's a couple of nice saves for Mason to get things started. They'll get the ball back upfield and quickly into the box and pass it over into the right corner. Chase Flora will run with it. 
Pass it behind the net. Carson Croy making a move from coming from behind the net. Has it, but he gets pushed wide. Makes a move. Comes inside. Shoots. Hit the crossbar. It stays out. And the Crusaders pick the ball off the field. As running with it, big Conlon O'Brien. He runs upfield. Has it knocked out of his stick. Turned right back around. Chase Flora has it. Flora running his way inside. And he'll retrieve behind the Moeller net as... Mason just missing moments ago off the crossbar. The Crusaders had it, but couldn't get it upfield, and Mason as you, regroups. As you know, you do a lot of hockey. They say the goalie's best friend is, is the pipe. The pipe. Absolutely so, and Crusaders get one there to start it off, but can't get the ball out of the defensive zone. So another reset for Mason as we are just a couple of minutes into this first quarter. Back up high, Mitty moving down the right side, passing it down behind the net as Mason setting things up. That was Brendan Ross throwing it behind the net, trying to make a move. Is Flora looking to come out front? He'll go up high and then pass the ball back up to his midi. And Mason regroups again. And turnovers is really something we need to watch tonight. Muller's had one so far, but Mason's had two. Had two. So if we can stay on the good side of the turnover bug, we'll be in good shape this game as well. Yeah, forcing those turnovers always a big key. Is up high, straight down the middle, looking for it is Michael McMallet. And he'll pass it back off. McCallumont is his name. Over to the right side. That's Ross shooting, but that one went wide and deflects off one of the Comets who keep it in play. So Mason still with the ball. Carson Croy passing it right down front, and Xander Wells gets it in the front area and dunks it home, and Mason draws first blood with 8.43 to go. Xander Wells with his 32nd goal on the year makes it 1-0 Mason. Sometimes that's what happens in an unsettled situation. Everybody gets out of position, and there's a mad scramble, and that's what uh, that's what we need to do on the other end. Xander Wells has been one of those kind of guys, too, talking about experience. These guys have been three-year three, three -year starters with Mason, a Mason team that's had a lot of success over the years. Absolutely. Xander's been around the lacrosse field for a long, long time, so I think they're ready for him. But, again, unsettled creates different matchups, and sometimes bad things happen on the molar end. Yep, so one nothing as back in Reese Box. He knocks the ball upfield, then he gets to it on the ground ball, and he'll win that battle as he gets into the box and pulls it back out, and he'll head to the sideline. Nice job by senior Reese Boggs at the X. Gets the Crusaders the ball as T.J. Rotello now. Left side passes it. That one gets by Sigurdsson, and that's going to roll over the end line, and there's an unforced turnover for the Crusaders as that ball will go back to Mason as the Comets have it. Crusaders making a little mistake there, and well, you want to get that good face-off win and take advantage of it. Okay. Out of midfield, Mason turns it over, picked up by the Crusaders. Blake Gillis running upfield. He'll hit the box and then peel back off to the right as looks for a little help off the sideline as Crusaders will bring some fresh legs back in. Dylan Warner. He'll go down that right side, or actually Lane Miller, rather, passing it off. Theo Becker now off of that right side, passes it up high as... Making a move, cutting into the middle with it. Dylan Warner off the turf, sends one just wide. That'll be backed up, though, by the Crusaders, who will get the ball. And that nice move, Dylan Warner, as he tried to go right off the turf. But That was a nice move by Warner. It's nice to see Moeller attacking, being very aggressive. That's something we haven't seen yet so far this year. So hopefully we see more of that this, this uh, tonight. Coming off the end line, Crusaders backed it up. Zach Kruger passes it back up high, and Benny's T.J. Rotello with it, working with Dylan Warner. Warner pushing, telling Rotello to get wider right. Rotello takes the pass as he'll start inside, passes it into the middle. There's a shot, actually a shot blocked out of the stick, and it comes into the stick of the goalkeeper. Cole Grillo had it, but 
Knocked out of his stick and right into the stick of Sam Lowe Piccolo, who will pass it off. So another stop for Mason. Back up field come the Comets. They'll gain the box, cutting off to the right. Carson Croy with it for the Comets, leading it 1-0. Seven minutes to go here in the first quarter. That one nearly picked off by the Crusaders as Conlon O'Brien using that big stick, but Mason keeps it under control, and they'll rotate it back up high and setting things back up. Ben Samini, another very experienced Comet. Passing that one off, and now down into the right corner. Croy with it. Croy running behind the molar net as he's getting pressured there by Jackson Garrett, the freshman. Croy still with it. Passes it off in and out of the stick of Flora, and the Crusaders pick it up. As nice job by Jackson Garrett as he was able to find that loose ball. That was Jackson got a nice ground ball there. Colin O'Brien with the cause turnover. A little transition, did a switch behind uh, the goal at X. They're going to long stick mini for the Crusaders, and a shot and a score. As throwing that one in, Ben Dahlmeyer. Ben Dahlmeyer got the first pole goal of the year. I think they may have had a little wager on that for the whole year. and. It may be a big pop by now. So we'll now, see. see, you may know a little bit more about that than <laughs> I do, but how about that? The senior Ben Dalmeyer with a long pole comes down and evens this game at 1-1 with 6.15 to go. If that doesn't motivate your team, I'm not sure what will. And you mentioned it. It all started behind the net when the, the cause turnover by Conlon O'Brien at the other end of the field. Absolutely. Jackson uh, picked up that uh, ground ball, got it forward, and – one thing we haven't seen out of the Crusaders this year is fast breaking. Boy, they took it right down, went aggressive, and good things happened. This time a face-off win for the Comets as Brendan Malloy in there as he's main face-off man for the Comets. And they'll pass that one behind the Molar net. Chase Flora trying to work his way out front, getting pushed wide though off to the left. And he'll pass it back up high. And regrouping with that one is Brett Wetzelblatt for the Comets. Second line midi out there as Wexelblatt makes his way down the right side, passes it to Flora. Behind the net and around over to the far side and back up high. Carson Croy will send it and makes it a little around the box. Coming over right side, a pass into the middle, quick shot, score. Xander Wells, he had a little opening as he was cutting off away from the net to his right and threw behind him back in. And Mason regains the lead two to one. Mason's doing a good job moving without the ball, and it's creating a little confusion on the Moeller defense. So Moeller's just got to make a few adjustments, and they'll be fine. Now Xander Wells, another one of those starters. He has both Mason goals. That coming with 5.33 to go as the Comets regain the lead here at 2-1. to one. Mason, one of those teams, they actually uh, very, very offensive-minded. They put up a lot of points this year. Coming into the game, they had scored 170 goals. That's 13 goals a game Mason is averaging. Crusaders averaging about 10 goals a game. So defense is going to have to definitely step up. Battle at the X. Ball rolling back towards the Mason end, but getting through it and picking it off was the comments. Brendan Malloy, who then, well, they're going to call it withholding. Ah, okay. He was protecting the stick, so they called withholding. That's a turnover, molar fall. Ah, so that's a call I haven't seen a whole heck of a lot. You knew it. You saw the signal right away. So a turnover again, Mason. They've given the Crusaders some opportunities here. See, Molar can take advantage of it again as running off to the right, throwing that one down into the corner. Dylan Warner into that corner, moving with it is Theo Becker over to the left corner. Sigurdsson back up high. With it is Cole Grillo. Really off to the right side, and Crusaders over on the right sideline. Trying to make a move. Coming off that is Dylan Warner. Warner, goal line extended, coming back up towards the middle, passing it back off. 
Crusaders keeping it alive is now making his way down. Lane Miller passes it back off. Sigurdsson up high with it, makes a move, comes inside, off the ground, he shoots and scores. Unassisted goal by Sigurdsson. I'll tell you what, there's been a lot of dodging up top by Moeller. This is the most movement we've seen on the offense this year. They have certainly made some adjustments coming into this game. And how much do you think, Dwayne, is playing against Mason and a lot of these guys that they're very familiar with? How much does that have to do with it? Is it is it coaching? Is this all part of what the, the Crusaders' mindset was? I think they made some adjustments, okay? Yep. It, it's been a little tense this year. We, we've run some set stuff on uh, offense, and it looks like we're changing it up a little bit, which is good to see. Yeah. Two to two on the board. Especially, we'll take it. Yeah, especially this time of year as well. Uh, that's the 41st goal for Brendan Sigurdsson. We'll tell you about his career numbers coming up as we're all tied up 2-2. Inside four and a half to go. Another faceoff win for the Comets as they'll move it over to the left sideline. And that ball jarred loose, though, but picked right back up as Mason moving with it is David Rowe. And he'll move his way over to the left sideline and give it off as just over four minutes to go here. And Mason's throwing it back up high. 2-2 here in the first quarter. And that ball knocked free again, loose on the turf, but getting back. Well, not picking it up, overrunning it. The Mason player, and right there's Blake Killis to get it for the Crusaders as Alex Dragunov overran the ball, and the Crusaders able to take that ground ball back upfield. Gillis had a lot to do with it do with that he put the ball on the turf to begin with from dragging off and then he lifted the back of his stick when the mason player tried to get the uh, ground ball and then turned around used his body got the ground ball that was just great technique by gillis so the crusaders on the offensive side now with three and a half to go first quarter crusaders looking for their first lead shuffling some new minis in there as the crusaders moving some new Players in there as well as Hayden Gerhardt in for the Crusaders. Looks like we've got Bedwell, Malone, and Gerhardt in there. All right, so the Crusaders throwing some different different folks there. Brennan Sigurdsson, who got the tying goal moments ago, has it behind the net, passes it over. Theo Becker cuts towards the middle, shoots. That one hit the side of the net off the goalkeeper, loose on the turf, and picked up by Mason as they'll find a loose ball. And long outlet feed, that one off the long pole, rolling towards the sideline, but picking it up and keeping it under control for the Mason Comets. And then out at midfield, trying to get away. And Comets able to find that loose ball and move it back over to the right side as the Comets trying to regain the lead again. A shot right out front and blocked away by Ian Ellis, but stays in play behind the net. Picked up as Carson Croy gets to it for the Comets. Keeps it in play with two and a half to go. What a great save by Ellis. That was a bang-bang play. Tell you, took it right off the shoulder. Another move coming around towards the high side is McCalmont, but he gets pushed off the play, and he'll retreat back. A high pass across, and that one tracked down by Wexelblatt. Mason keeps it in play. They'll send it around left side behind the net over to the right side now. Sander Wells with it. Wells looking for an opening. He's got a man on him. Wells moves. Sends it in, but Ian Ellis a great save as he cradled that one right into the chest. Outlet feed as he will pass it off. And the Crusaders had it, lost it as Gerhardt had it. It's jarred free, and Mason regains control of it. Under two to go. And then a pass over to the right side. That one rolling towards the sideline, and it will not stay in play as Mason turns it over after the Crusaders. Ian Ellis made another wonderful save on Xander Wells. Made a great save. Moeller failed to clear there, but they got a nice break with Mason turning the ball over. So under two minutes to go here first quarter, and the Crusaders ready to put it in play. In the defensive zone, Colin O'Brien, he's just going to throw it across field as one long pull to the other as 
Crusaders will start that ball into the middle now. Taking that pass, Dylan Warner right through midfield. He'll gain the box over to the right side, pass it over to the sideline. Theo Becker with 90 seconds to go in the quarter. 2-2 our score here. Moeller, Mason lacrosse, Gertson takes the feed. Left corner, back up high. Cole Grillio with it. Passing it back up high into the middle. It'll be Lane Miller passing it to the right side for Dylan Warner. Warner into the box, right side. Spence trying to make a move. Still up high, looking for an opening. Cuts back to his right, has it knocked free and picked up by the Comets with a minute five to go. A quick run now coming up field. Xander, or actually it's one of the long sticks, passes it right out front and then went deflected and it went right through the crease. And Ian Ellis able to get over as right on the doorstep. Xander Wells couldn't find a loose ball. That ball was knocked free, so now less than a minute to go. The Crusaders out through midfield, and they'll pass it and turn it over. Taken right back by Mason. So the Comets are going to get another chance now as Carson Croy will take the pass. 38 seconds to go. Carson Croy gains the box, moves down into the right corner with 30 seconds to go. And Tell you like what, that turnover bug, Greg, like we talked about at the beginning of the game. Carson Croy fakes a pass, moves out front, he shoots and scores. Well, as he hit the goal line, extended fake to pass, the little head fake and the stick fake, but then just turned right over, curled into the middle, and put it by Ian Ellis as they, the Comets regain the lead with 22 seconds to go. And that's an example when the uh, slide comes by Mitty, who's maybe not used to playing a little defense, needs to not stay, uh, chase the stick and go for the body on that one. So, unfortunate, a couple of nice saves by Ian Ellis, but the Crusaders couldn't get an opportunity at the other end and then Mason able to take one away and they regain the lead so two goals by Xander Wells and then add one to Carson Croy his 32nd of the year he and Xander Wells came in they both had 31 goals coming in as the battle of the X ball rolls free getting to it is Malloy Malloy quick run coming downfield sends one in that one got by the net, that passed right back though, kept in play right up front, shot, that went right near the goal line, bouncing around, doesn't go in, the loose ball picked up by the Crusaders, Nothing. who will run to the sideline, and a nice save by Ian Ellis there, right at the buzzer, as Mason's first shot went wide, they kept it in play, played it right back out in front for a second quick shot that Ian Ellis saved. That was really a nice save by Ellis, again, discombobulated situation, and Ellis no, no other words. He just made a terrific save at point-blank range. That he did. So our score after one quarter here at Mason, it is the Crusaders trailing the Comets by a score of 3-2. Quick break. We'll be back with the second quarter when we return on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm. We're people, people who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy, but at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com slash radio. Here at Mason High School, can't imagine there's a whole lot more going on around town sports-wise. The Crusaders and Mason Comets lacrosse action right behind us on the football field slash the track. They've got the Mason Invitational Track and Field Meet going on. It has schools from Kentucky all the way up to the Dayton area going on. So it was tough finding parking spot, but we are here with you. Dwayne Titus alongside 
meet. I'm Greg Waddell, happy to be here with us. 3-2 after one quarter. Crusaders and Comets both kind of turning the ball over a little bit there in that first quarter, Dwayne. As a absolutely. I'll tell you what, we got Jackson Garrett, uh, defensive pole in there at the faceoff, and he didn't have much better luck this time. That was the other thing. Mason won six of the seven faceoffs in that first quarter, and they'll win the first here to start the second quarter as the teams switch ends. Crusaders going left to right here in this second quarter. So Mason in the offensive side right now as Wexelblatt making his way down that right side. He'll move and pass the ball back up high. And Mason into the midfield regroups. Passes it off to the left side, down into the corner. Croy, who just gave Mason the lead right before the quarter ended, plays it over to the right corner, then back up high. Comets regroup again here inside the first minute. A move inside and a pass down low to quick shot and score. A little high-low pass, and taking that feed inside was Brendan Ross, who caught it out in front of Ellis and then just spun and threw it by him. Again, it was a, uh, a drive to the cage, and then Moeller, the slide just came a little bit too late, and he was wide open in front of the cage. Moeller has to limit those opportunities tonight. Michael McCalmott started inside up high, and it passed it out in front. Straight in front of him, Brendan Ross, who was stationed about seven or eight yards out in front of Ian Ellis and able to put that one by Ellis. And Mason with the biggest lead of the game for either team here at 4-2. Nice battle going on at the X right now. As that ball popped into the air. Reese Boggs was back out there. The ball popped down onto the turf again. Crusaders will get to it. And a faceoff win for Moeller that time. T.J. Rotello finds the loose ball as... I'll be moving it over to the right side, and Rotella sending a shot in off the goaltender's stick. Pops into the air, and he snags it down. And Mason's goalkeeper able to make the save. That is Sam Lopiccolo. And now they'll get the ball back upfield again. He's had a couple of nice saves here, Dwayne, on the Crusaders. He really has. I'll tell you what, that goalie is zoned in for Mason. He has got an eye for the ball tonight. So Mason back onto the offensive side here as we're a minute and a half into the second quarter. Comets leading it. 4-2. Crusader goals in that first quarter. Ben Dalmeyer, Brendan Sigurdsson. Mason with a couple of goals from their big guys, Andrew Wells. There's a shot from a tough angle. Gets by Ellis and a score as Chase Flora, he was almost goal line extended, about 15 yards out and able to find just enough of an opening. Good cut by Mason and good goal. Again, point blank range. Again, we have to limit those opportunities tonight. That is really tough for a goalie to limit a uh, goal from five feet out. Yeah, Chase Flora, that'll get his 10th goal of the year and the biggest lead for Mason now at five to two as they're gonna switch up their faceoff man and they've got Thomas Garvin, a sophomore out there taking the faceoff does Mason going up against Reese Box for the Crusaders. Round and round they go at the X. Ball still on the turf. Finally pops free, then comes loose, still on the turf. Trying to get the ground ball. Crusaders will get it. And gathering that one up, Lane Miller, pass over to the left side. Sigurdsson trying to cut inside. He got pushed back off the play, and he'll peel over towards the sideline. And Crusaders will switch out one of their middies, and Crusaders will regroup now with the ball. But right now, down 5-2. to two like to get some offense going here and get back on the positive side of things. Crusaders got some diff different middies in. Got Dunlop in the game, Gary, and uh, looks like Gearhart's coming back in at midi. So we'll keep an eye on that as the pass goes behind the net. Nice almost deflection, but Zach Kroger able to track it down, passes it back up to the right side. As the Crusaders are moving that one around, Brendan Gary passing it off left side. 
has it with it. Brennan Sigurdsson spins, looking for an opening. Sigurdsson trying to cut towards the net, moves right out front, sends it in, but there's Lo Piccolo, makes another save. Point blank on Brendan Sigurdsson. He's taking three away from the Crusaders. Big man, Brendan Sigurdsson. And now a flag thrown on the play as Mason starts the ball upfield. And Sigurdsson's going to get that penalty as they play on right now. Delayed call coming up as we're under nine minutes to go. Moving across the field, pass down low. And that shot went just wide from Xander Wells as Carson Croy passed it off. Wells on the backside. Couldn't complete it, but stays in play. Another pass comes out front. Picked up and then again firing out with just wide Xander Wells. And that one will roll over the end line. And will blow the play dead. The flag way back at the other end of the field. And so Gerson is going to get that penalty. So he'll head off. And, man, up situation now with Mason already leading at 5-2. And they'll get the extra man out. Sigurdsson going after a tough ride on that one. Uh, he was beat it in on the goalie. Goalie flipped it back to the pole. And he went after the pole. Went after the bottom of the stick. But referee saw a slash there. So he's going to sit out for a minute. So man up for Mason and already with a three-goal lead here, 5-2, as we're not quite halfway through the second quarter. Pass down low to the left side, and a little sidewinder shot flies wide from Brendan Malloy, but Mason will back that one up off the sideline, and they'll play it back in. Mason's been using her Fogo Malloy at the midi, especially in a man-up man situation. He's a very versatile kid out there. And another one with a lot of experience as well as Mason. Up high, Croy into the middle, quick shot. That one flies just wide from McCalmont. And that one will be backed up by the Crusaders this time. Great hustle by Moeller. That was great hustle by Ellis. He got out of the cage and got to the end line first when the ball went out of bounds, and it's Moeller ball. All right, so now Sigurdsson still on the sideline. A man down the Crusaders ready to get Sigurdsson back in as running upfield with the ball for the Crusaders is Blake Gillis. He'll gain midfield, cut over to the left side. He'll get to the box, and then back out as Crusaders should have Sigurdsson ready to check back in any time now. So nice kill there, a man down for the Crusaders. Absolutely. That was a big save and a uh, big hustle by Ellis. So twofold for him. He's yep. having a great game so far. He really has played very, very well here. Uh, Sigurdsson back onto the field now. We're back to even strength now as Sigurdsson takes the pass and then he'll give it off. Cole Grillo comes onto the field as well. Grillo looking for an opening, has an opening towards the middle, sends one in, and that one hit the post. And that one rolling towards the sideline. So Gertzen hustling over. Who are they going to award the ball to? They're going to give it to Mason oh. off that deflection off the post. To be honest, the Mason goalie doesn't need any help from the post tonight. <laughs> he's, he's been pretty tight. You're right about that one. Cole Grillo just missing. Here's a high floating outlet feed out across midfield. Mason has it, and leading it 5-2. to two and Ryan Peichel now for the Comets. They got a lot of depth on their team, Dwayne. And that depth has experience, too. They do. Their entire roster looks like it's made up of nothing but uh, seniors, juniors, uh, speckled sophomores, and zero freshmen. So their program is getting it back together here. So the Comets with the ball and the lead. 5-2 here with 6.40 to go. They'll move it over to the right corner. Passing it off behind the molar net to the left corner. And... Mason looking for an opening, moving quickly, then passing it off. Carson Croy with a chase. Flora sends one off the turf, and that one flies just wide left as looked like Ian Ellis, though, was into position looking to make that save. Yeah, Flora just pulled that a little bit to the left of the cage. He was a little upset with himself on that one. But Mason backs up, keeps it 
in possession. So they'll circle the net again, play it behind the molar net now as Chase Flora. Oh, got a little turf monkey there, fell down, hops right back up, passes it into the middle, that went broken up on the turf, still loose on the ground as then the loose ball picked up, thrown in, and Ian Ellis makes the save as he found that one right off the stick, right through the middle, shooting that one in. The Comets point blank with Ian Ellis making a dandy save there. Here come the Crusaders now. That was a great save, but that's a ground ball that Moeller has to have in front of your own cage. you got to sell out and get it done. The Crusaders, though, Find a way to keep it out and get the ball back upfield and definitely in need of a goal here, trailing it by a five to two margin. Five and a half to go here for or first half action. Crusaders right now, a little patient. Brendan Sigurds on the left side behind the net, almost over Zach Kroger's head, but he plays it over to Theo Becker. Becker rotating over to the right corner and he'll pass back up high. Lane Miller has it. Crusaders regroup up high as Miller passes it off and gets it right back. Lane Miller, mini right, makes one cut, passes back behind him, up high and firing his shot and scored Dylan Warner. He went to the left hip on that one and fires it right by waist high and low piccolo and into the back of the net. What a great goal by Warner, but that was set up by a great feed from Lane Miller. Lane Miller drew the double, dished it back to Warner. Warner was ready to shoot. The slide was there for Mason. He just put it right by the defender's hip and off the turf and by the goalie. He had a chance to really wind and fire on that one, and that'll make it a 5-3 game. 20th goal of the year for Dylan Warner. He'll be headed to Cleveland State with Sigurdsson, and with 5.02 to go here, the Crusaders back to within two. Nice to see us get our hands free and get a, get a scorcher of a shot that wasn't head high or stick high off the turf. The battle out at midfield as Reese Boggs could come up with it, ball on the turf though, in and out of the stick of Malloy, and finally gathered up the Crusaders on the ground, ball win. Have it out at midfield, trying to get the ball upfield. Nice spin move coming up and getting into the X for the Crusaders was Blake Gillis says in to do a little spin move to get in. That was a big ground ball by Gillis. I'll tell you what, Malloy was after him with that stick. I thought we may get a uh, little flag on the field for a slash, but I was the uh, minority in that. <laughs> Guys, the stripes there. Yeah, you don't have stripes on. Nope. No. Sean Gary may somewhere if he's listening in. <laughs> Crusaders with the ball, though. They've got it. Uh, Zach Bedwell out on the field. Also, Nolan Malone out for the Crusaders right now. Moving the ball around into the right corner. Kroger behind the net now to Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson looking for an opening as he spins left, right, passes it right out front. But Kroger couldn't control enough he takes it behind the net gives it back to Sigurdsson who tries to come in off the left side he'll pass back up high and the Crusaders will regroup back out as Hayden Gerhardt now with it Boy, Mason is sliding early on Sigurdsson which you, you had to know coming into the game and Moeller's actually moving really good without the ball so they are moving the ball well they're ready for the double slide early Crusade. see if we can get something out of it now around that left side Nolan Malone with it passes it back we got by Sigurdsson but picked up backing that one up enough Bedwell near, well, just outside of the box. And the Crusaders save that one, keep it alive with three and a half to go here. First half, 5-3, Mason leading it. Kroger now behind the net. Spins, coming to the left, went down onto the turf, but hops right back up, and he'll draw a flag, and the ball poked free, but a foul coming up now on Mason. And the Crusaders with 3.14 to go, go a man up. Kroger made a triple fake, even faked me out. Even the <laughs> defender, he ended up inadvertently tomahawk chopping him in the head so he'll get a slash and Moeller will be up for 
a uh, man up for a minute. See, the Crusaders can get to within one here now. The, the Crusaders in the uh, the man up situations this year, going about 24%, 12 for 50 a man up. Well, this is a pretty darn good team in the Mason Comets. And, See what the Crusaders can do here. Mason only giving up less than six goals a game. Well, Bowler man up's been a little anemic this year, this season so far, so hopefully we can change that tonight. We need, need to really take advantage of uh, the advantage when we're a man up. Lane Miller behind the net right now, flips it over to the left side. There's a wide a shot and a score, and then knocked to the turf. The Crusaders get the goal and will draw another flag. Goal by Brendan Gary. Brendan Gary from the hip and then took a shot and draws a penalty. He got leveled right after the shot. I think it's gonna be an illegal body check. Mason's gonna be manned down for a minute again. I don't think they're gonna wave this thing off. This isn't a technical foul. They put one up on the board with 2.54 to go, so that'll be the third of the year for Brendan Gary. And he brings the Crusaders within one and should still be a man up. Yeah, the other goal wipes off, but they got the illegal body check on Gary's goal, so Moeller's going to be a man up from a minute from now. All right, so 2.54 to go, and the Crusaders now don't have to battle at the X. They'll get a chance just to put this ball right back in play as well. So now the Crusaders a chance to tie this game up. They were tied at one, they were tied at two, and then Mason ruled off three straight, but Crusaders have answered back with a pair and gotten to within one at five to four. And the third of the year for Brendan Gary. And Brendan Sigurdsson will come in from midfield now as the Crusaders remain a man up now. Theo Becker behind the net. Lane Miller passing it back off left side. The Crusaders will regroup, throw it up high. Gary to Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson up high in the middle. He winds and shoots and scores. I'll tell you what, we have not seen a lot of that this year, and I want to see more of it. Brendan Sigurdsson stepping down from the top. I'll tell you what, there's not many goalies that's going to stop that shot. That ball was an absolute missile off the stick of Sigurds in his second of the night, and that'll tie things up at 5-5. The Crusaders, you were talking about maybe being a little lax on the, well, no pun intended there, on the uh, the man up. They get two man up goals. That's good. Hopefully I put the curse on them. <laughs> exactly. That's, we call it the broadcaster's <laughs> jinx. I like it. Do some more of that. Absolutely. We want to see them get a much higher percentage on that man up. and. And they also stopped Mason when they had a man up earlier in the game, too. So we're all even at 5-5. Clean faceoff win. Malloy coming right down the middle, though. He'll pass it off left side. Wiring, shooting, and scoring. Just like that is Carson Croy. Regains the lead for Mason at 6-5. Boy, that X can be such a, a turning point in a game for some quick offense. And Mason using it to their advantage with their... They're excellent face-off man. It is, and that's what you have to watch with Malloy because he will take it down and force the action. So everybody has to be in position, ready to slide. you got to get back on defense when you're on the wing. So unfortunately, the Crusaders battled hard to get the game tied up, but now find themselves trailing again as we're under two and a half to go here. Nice battle going on at the X here now as Reese Boggs and Malloy they are both down low, battling hard on the turf ball. Pops backwards, picked up by Mason. And it's coming away with that one is David Rowe. And Mason will now start the ball upfield. Rowe with it. He'll get to the box and peel back off to the right and slow things down. And a timeout taken by Jeff Bummiller, the Mason Comets coach. And with that, 
We'll keep it right here as the Crusaders with 2.05 to go now. We'll be in a defensive mindset here, Dwayne, trying to not let Mason kind of get that momentum back. Absolutely. And that's timeout is actually good for Moeller as well. Mason's going to go in, try to set up a play. Two minutes left. They're going to try to milk the clock down to next to nothing before the half and get a couple good shots off. Moeller's going to have to be patient in their defense, but they're also going to have to play some high-pressure defense at the same time. They can't let these guys sit back and pass the ball around. Otherwise, they're going to get stung in the middle again. Well, so with two goals here tonight, Brendan Sigurdsson now, he is fifth all-time coming in. He's now got 155 career goals, and he now is three, let's see, three goals behind 2017 alum Corey Lockwood for fourth place all-time. And Sigurdsson... Continues to put up those monster numbers here, and he got that game tied up for a moment, but Mason able to wrestle that momentum right back now, and it's going to be the Crusaders' defense that's going to have to come up big. Absolutely. Again, high-pressure defense, two minutes left in the game. Mason's going to work the ball. They're going to move without the ball extremely well like they have the first half so far. Muller's going to have to play good defense, going to have to be on their toes for the slides. 6-5 Mason late here first half as they'll put the ball in play. Send it over to the left side of the field and coming around with it, Carson Croy. He's got a couple of the Mesa goals. Croy running off to the right side now as he went all the way the width of the field over to the right sideline and passes high back to the middle. Chase Flora has it. Chase Flora makes a move inside, passing it back to the right to Croy, who gives it right back to Flora. Mason regroups, minute 35 to go. Mason's going to put some token pressure on them from the outside, make the defense move. Again, they're just looking to wear them out. And another whistle and a timeout taken by Mason with a minute 28 to go. And I think you're exactly right there, Dwayne. Alex Dragunov was kind of running towards the back of the field. And Mason calling yet another timeout. Yeah, Mason using her last timeout. Smart timeout there. They were looking to see what kind of defense Moeller was going to match up in and what kind of matchups they had as far as man-to-man. So we'll see what Moeller comes out with now. See if the Chets mask chess match continues <laughs> we are going to hear from head coach one of the chess masters sean mcginnis we had a chance to talk with him before the game and they got the game started a little earlier than we anticipated so didn't get to hear the pregame in her pregame but he had some great thoughts about why this game is being played at friday night at mason and so late at 8 30 we'll hear all that coming up sean mcginnis will be with us at halftime be a tape he will be down talking to his team live well that'll be good because i can tell you from the parent perspective we were a touch perplexed <laughs> why that game wasn't played last well night. you know yeah the, the sad part was i think maybe the, the trigger was pulled a little early on that one the weather the forecast looked bad and then all of a sudden the forecast kind of changed and i think some of our meteorologist folks kind of let us down a little bit on that that call and that game probably got called a little too early last night but Sean will explain just a little bit of it as Mason puts it in play and it turns it over. That ball rolling near midfield as still on the turf. Crusaders getting to it as they've got it now with a minute 15 to go. The Crusaders are going to take a timeout now. Dwayne, you willed that timeout, I think, to Sean McGinnis on that one as Crusaders finally found a loose ball. Mason, a turnover off a timeout. I'll tell you what, that's what we talked about earlier right before the game started. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Mason gives the ball up. Blake Gillis fought hard to get the ground ball, and the coaching staff was on their toes, called the timeout. Great, great retain of possession. Minute 13 left. We'll see what Moeller can do with it offensively before the half. Be nice to get this thing knotted back up at six. And it certainly would. How about Blake Gillis? He's had himself a pretty good night here at both ends of the field, right there at the midfield that time. He 
Comes up with a big ground ball battle. Gillis is playing like a crazed dog tonight. I don't know <laughs> what they did to him. They put him on a leash or what before the game, but. He, he likes these 8.30 starts. Maybe that's it. He's finally awake. <laughs> uh, Blake's a great kid, I'll tell you what. But I'll tell you what, he is playing his tail off tonight. It's nice to see. That he is. So the Crusaders are going to get the ball in midfield with a minute 13 to go and a chance to try and tie this game up. This has been a great game. And the Crusaders are ready to put it in play right at midfield, and they'll pass it upfield as Sigurdsson takes it, and he'll get inside the box. And the Crusaders... Go to work now. Minute five to go. Pass down to the left corner. Miller to Becker on the right side. Behind the net. Up high. With it, Dylan Warner. Back into the middle. As the Crusaders passing it around. T.J. Rotel over to the left side. To Sigurdsson back up high as Lane Miller has it over to Miller. Or rather to Rotella. Knocked out of his stick. And a loose ball picked up under a minute to go. And Crusaders had that ball knocked free. And Mason able to take the... Play. Then little Piccolo, a long pass. He's going to send that one near midfield, and that one's going to get over the sideline. And probably a little too greedy by the goalkeeper, Lo Piccolo. He tried to throw that one all the way to midfield, and it got over his man and over the sideline. So now 34 seconds, Crusaders get another crack. Moeller gave one up, and then they got a gift right back. They really need to take advantage with 30 seconds left on the clock. Rotello down to Theo Becker, 25 clock running. Behind the net, taking it to Gerson over to the left corner, comes up. GLE passing it back up high. Fake shot one side. Rotella takes the pass over to Dylan Warner. Warner with 15 to go. Back into Rotella up high in the middle. Left side Miller back to Rotello. Over to the right side, Dylan Warner with five to go. And then a whistle's going to blow it dead with five seconds to go. Another timeout taken by the Crusaders who had yet to get a shot off. And well, they're going to most definitely set this one up for the last shot with just five seconds to go. Absolutely. This is the equivalent to a last-second shot in basketball off an inbound. They're going to have to uh, run the ball in. The ball's going to be up on the top right of the box. Uh, I'm interested to see what kind of movement Moeller's going to make on offense, get somebody open, see if we can get a quick shot and get this thing in the back of the net. Well, so we'll see the chess match continued. Both teams using both of their timeouts here inside the last minute and a half. Two and a half minutes or so, and Mason couldn't do anything with it on their side. And now Sean McGinnis taking his time out, and this one will come with just five seconds to go. I would imagine 22 will have a couple of players in his face, so. I think so. Or he's going to be the one to trigger it, it looks like. He'll be the one to put the ball in play. So. And Mason's going to start off with a pole on him, of course. They, they want a long stick on him, not a shorty. So we're going to see who can move and get open. Well, they put it in place. Sigurdsson takes a few steps forward, trying to get by the man, has himself free, sends a shot in and a save off the turf by Lo Piccolo as they gave Sigurdsson some room to fire that one off, and they got their goalkeeper to come up huge right at the buzzer. I'll tell you what, Sigurdsson got his hands free and let that thing go. That was really a great shot getting by that pole, and again, that Mason goalie made another great save. I think he's taking four away now from Sigurdsson on the night. Sigurdsson's got him twice. But we are at halftime as the Molar Crusaders with a good one going on here tonight, trailing the Mason Comets by a score of 6-5. We'll take a little break, and then we're going to come back again. We're going to get a chance to hear our pregame interview with head coach Sean McGinnis. We'll play that here at halftime as the Crusaders and the Mason Comets and a good one. It's the Comets leading Mason or Molar by a score of 6-5. We'll break on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Ted's Pawn Shop, home of the Tri-State's largest full-line pawn shop, 
At Ted's Pond, 2026 Delaware Avenue in Norwood, Ohio, we offer collateral loans on almost anything of value. We also have one of the area's largest selections of pre-owned merchandise to choose from at bargain prices. Diamonds, jewelry, coins, firearms, musical instruments, and tools. Reach us today at 513-631-2112. Back here on ESP Media as we get ready for Muller Lacrosse here tonight. Not at Muller High School. We are at Mason High School a day, a day later than we thought it was going to happen. Sean, craziness this week, though, as you get ready for your, your game with Mason tonight. We were supposed to play it Thursday. Weather delayed it. Here we are on Friday night. Now tell me kind of how that all came about. Well, you know, it, it wouldn't be uh, Cincinnati in May, you know, without <laughs> a bunch of rain. And, and Muller and, and Mason. And, and Muller and Mason. So this week is usually kind of what happens. We'll, we'll get a rain out or we'll start a game and it'll get rained out. We've got to come back the next night. So uh, true to form, we, we got canceled last night. And, you know, kudos to our, our ADs, you know, both sides, Moeller and, and Mason, to, to work this out because the game itself was in jeopardy of not even getting played. Um, so with a uh, shortage of officials and things, we couldn't reschedule to 6 p.m. at Mace, at Moeller. And so then uh, we've got guys coming here after a 6 o'clock game to do the 8.30 game here at Mason. So, you know, at the end of the day, we told our guys we can't focus on that. We, it's out of our hands, and all we do is control what we can do. And, you know, it's the goals are the same size, and the nets are the same color, and, you know, the, you know, the lines are just painted a little differently. So we're ready to go and get after it. Well, and you mentioned it, too, that this game was in jeopardy of, of maybe not being played. We talked about on the podcast earlier this week how important this game is to both teams. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a big one. Um, there's uh, regional four seating implications and then MSLCA uh, seatings that uh, happen uh, Sunday night. Um, so, yeah, you know, either way, this is a, this is a big matchup. And, uh, uh, you know, my time here, uh, it always draws a big crowd of, uh, in this area to come out and watch. And, uh, you know, two well-coached teams just get after it on a Friday night. Couldn't get any better. A little Friday night lights lacrosse style instead, yeah, of, instead yeah. of the football thing. So this place is crazy packed here tonight. they got a big-time track meet going on here at the same time. I guess we're lucky that there's a complex like this around this area. Mason has the facilities to be able to do this. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, and their their multi-purpose field is great for lacrosse and, you know, the track meet will be over here shortly and, you know, hopefully some people stay and get to see a little lacrosse and, uh, you know, good game. So you get ready for a game on Thursday night. It doesn't get played. Now, Mason also went through this as well. They were supposed to play Wednesday. That game got postponed because of lightning and everything at Lakota East, too. So they haven't played since Monday night. You guys haven't played since Tuesday night, too. Does that change anything as far as getting ready for the games? Uh, you know, not not at all. Uh, you know, we, we played Tuesday, uh, felt that, uh, you know, we got the things that we needed to, to do to, to win the game out of there. You know, we, we played pretty well offensively. We made some mistakes in between the third and fourth quarter um, that kind of gave Loveland a little life. Right. Um, and, you know, we're, we're still kind of, uh, we're not necessarily a work in progress. We're just still trying to, to kind of find that, that kind of, 
momentum that carries us through an entire 48 minutes, you know, right, right. to where there's dominance on both sides of the field, 48 minutes of offense and 48 minutes of defense. So, you know, we went into Wednesday, we had a great practice. Uh, and then last night, you know, yeah, we're just kind of scrambling to figure out what to do. We were going to go in and lift and we decided <laughs> sun, <laughs> the sun was out. So we're like, right. all right, let's go out. And we had a great hour practice and, uh, you know, the guys are focused and ready now. And as far as playing Mason, too, this has actually become a nice little rivalry. A lot of these guys know each other as well. Last couple of years, you've ended Mason's season in the playoffs, too. Yeah, and, you know, I'm sure kind of like last year, we met St. X a couple times. Um, I think with tonight and the way the seedings may go, you know, we'll probably see them at least one or two more times. So, yeah. you know, it's always good to get uh, the first matchup under your belt, uh, kind of go in with that uh, confidence and things like that as you, you move into the playoffs. But it, it is. It's a, it's a great little rivalry. Um, you know, they're, they're one of the better teams locally, and it's always fun playing them. It's going to be a great game here tonight, Sean. Glad we could get it in. Yeah. Beautiful night here. Go get them. Thanks. That's head coach Sean McGinnis before the game as the Crusaders and the Mason Comets set for action. We'll be back with the starting lineups and the opening faceoff when we return on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Creating beautiful smiles every day. That is what we do at Casanelli Shanker and Baker Orthodontics. These board-certified orthodontists treat both children and adults and use traditional braces, clear ceramic brackets, and Invisalign to meet their individual patient needs. With offices conveniently located in Westchester and Blue Ash, they provide flexible payment options, convenient hours, and high-quality care. For a free new patient exam, contact Casanelli Shanker and Baker Orthodontics at 513-777-7060. We're back at Skyline to see what it is that makes people feel so good. So what's brought you to Skyline today? Oh, the Coney's, it looks Obviously like. the Coney's, yeah. I love Coney's. You feel like you know everyone when you walk in the door. This is a place friendships were made, great food, great service, great people. Anytime you ask the kids, where do you guys want to eat at Skyline? It's delicious, the cheese get melt in your mouth. Anytime that I don't have to cook, that's always a good thing. You never have a bad meal at Skyline, ever. Feeling good, it's Skyline time. Craftsman Electric's been owned and operated by Charlie and Kay Fisher for over 30 years now. No matter what type of electric work you need, Craftsman Electric can handle it. Find out for yourself why 70% of their customers are repeat customers. 70%. Or check them out on Angie's List, where they've received the Super Service Award every year since 2007. Craftsman Electric. Dependable, affordable, honest. Call Jessica to schedule service at 513-891-4426 or visit CraftsmanElectric.com. Quality craftsmanship. It's right there in the name. For every hero, there is an origin story, an experience that made them who they are. For a new generation of explorers, pioneers, and innovators, that experience is calling, offering a different kind of education, one guided by distinguished professors who understand experience is the best teacher. Greatness lies beyond the classroom. This is where you start. University of Cincinnati. Do more. Alabama Fish Bar, the Taste of Cincinnati 2017 winner. Alabama Fish Bar located in Over the Rhine at 1601 Race Street, Cincinnati. Go to alabamafishbar.com to learn more about this 26-year-old staple serving the freshest fish in historic downtown Cincinnati. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Closed all major holidays. 
Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com slash radio for more information. Getting answers, finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates. As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly. Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action, getting the truth. Local 12 News investigates. Mason as the Muller Crusaders lacrosse and Mason Comets. Good one here through the first half. 6-5, the Crusaders trailing Mason as we get ready for second half action. I'm Greg Waddell. Dwayne Titus here with us as we get ready for second half action. Dwayne, kind of the story of the first half, um, some turnovers. Both teams kind of a little guilty of that. Maybe Mason some unforced turnovers. Yeah, they did start out. Uh, both of them had the turnover bug. It was a six to five first quarter. It looks like they cleaned it up in that second quarter. Mason had a couple turnovers. Moeller had one, and uh, six to eight really. Moeller's winning in the turnover game. We just got to try to do a little better in the uh, faceoff game, which is going to be a tall task against Malloy, and then uh, make sure we're. Bumping these cutters on defense as they come through. Mason's doing a great job moving without the ball on offense. Another one, we haven't talked a whole lot about it, but uh, Reese Boggs getting a chance to go in and take the faceoff for the majority of the time here tonight. That's a, another new name that we've seen in there taking faceoffs, trying to kind of find that right place and that right person this year as we're underway. A battle ensuing out of midfield, and Malloy finally tracks the loose ball off the turf, and he will gain midfield as. Mason gets the opening possession to start the second half. I'll tell you what, you talked about Boggs. I commend him. Yep. He's done a great job. He started out at defensive pole this year and uh, had an injury at the uh, FOGO for us. And uh, the kid went in, no questions asked, at the uh, FOGO and has been really doing a great job. And he's one of the seniors. They're celebrating senior week all week this week as Mason spinning around, moving the ball around. Your son, Braden, of course, part of the senior leadership group that there's so many of them out there. And they've seen a lot of good things happening over the last couple of years with the bowler lacrosse. And they'd love to finish out here strong. And it's a big opportunity tonight. First minute of play, a pass over the head of one player, but fielded by Wexelblad. And Mason nearly turned it over again. Yeah, I think they were expecting Wells to go toward the uh, crease. Titus had him kind of locked up, and the ball bounced, and luckily one of their midfielders was uh, there to retrieve it. And there's a pass into the middle, knocked down by the Crusaders as coming away with it, though, Mason able to track the loose ball down as they'll pass it back behind the net. Try to center one out front, a cutting man, but got by him. But again, Mason able to track that loose ball down. And again, those ground balls, Greg. Ground balls are going to be key to this game. If Moeller can keep their turnovers under control, we got to get the ground ball situation under control. But moving in a cutting man, throwing it in is Carson Croy. He got free and able to put it by Ian Ellis. And Mason back up by two at seven to five. They get the first goal of the second half. And that was just straight line speed from the corner. Everybody was uh, stretched out on defense. And he made, Mason player made a nice job going to the uh, goal on that one. 
Well, they threw the ball around a couple of times, but the Crusaders couldn't get the loose ball. A couple of missed passes and loose ball opportunities that the Crusaders couldn't get off the ground. And Mason able to keep it alive, and it makes the Crusaders pay. I believe that's the third of the night for Carson Croy. And the Comets now have 7-5. to five. He had 31 coming in. Ball flipped back towards the offensive side. Crusaders getting to it. As tracking it down Reese Box. He makes a nice job. Gets into the offensive zone. Then passes it back out. And Crusaders will regroup as they start it back out. Dan, Daniel Dunlap takes it. And then passes it back. Actually, no, Dunlap still with the ball now as the Crusaders down two. Dunlap starts his run towards the middle. And... Cuts towards the right and passes it back off. Cole Grillo back out for now the Crusaders. As heading off the field, Dunlap for the Crusaders. Grillo meantime passes it to Sigurdsson and behind the net, Kroger over to the right corner and around. Theo Becker back up high as Crusaders will pull back towards midfield and reset. DJ Rotello. He'll start the move inside with the left hand. Passes it off Sigurdsson behind the net. Quickly passing it over. Kroger over right side and regrouping Lane Miller up high to Grillo. Grillo cuts into the middle, trying to free his hands up, dumps it off into the middle, but the pass got free and then loose near the crease and the goalkeeper reaches out and gets the stick over top of it and smothers it down low. Piccolo finds the loose ball. I was getting ready to say, Moeller was doing a great job moving the ball tonight and then we just got a little bit too much into a double team and the uh, Mason defender got a nice stick on the ball to cause that thing to get on the ground. The goalie retrieved the ground ball for him. Long stick coming up with it. Matthew Minnick for the Comets. He'll pass it off, and then getting into the box is Ben Samini for the Comets, and they'll pull it back out. Alex Dragunov with it now. Dragunov moving his way down the right side, passes it off into the right corner. 7-5, Crusaders trailing here. We're three and a half in, long pass up that left sideline. Back up near the top corner of the box. Fielded, kept alive, and a pass across field. Got by one of it. Boy, some good ball luck. Chase Floor on the other side picks it up. He tries to dump it off. That pass off the turf, but picked off by Dragunov, who then throws it over the head of his man. And that ball rolling to the sideline, diving for it, and knocking it over the sideline. One of the comments almost kept it in Carson Croy, but finally the turnover bug, and finally the Crusaders will get the ball. And that was good hustle by the Mason, the offensive player, to dive on the sideline. Just went out of bounds, out of his reach. That's Carson Croy, who has three goals and almost good effort to keep that ball alive. He's trying to will this game in the win column for the Comets. Let's see if Moeller can do the same on their side. They've got the ball on the offensive side now as they'll set things up. Trying to get something going here now as Hayden Gerhardt out for the Crusaders. Pass it off. Brendan Gary now with one of the Crusader goals here tonight. He'll pass off. Now that right side, Nolan Malone. So the young guns in there for the Crusaders. And that was a good job by uh, Theo, not trying to push that ball inside. Let's work the ball around, make Mason plays defense for a little while, see if we can exploit some matchups here. Malone makes his way down, has, has it, comes into a double team ball, poked free, but loose off the turf, picked up as Theo Becker behind the net has it. Gives it off to Gertson. That was one of those tough ground balls that we need to get. That was a great job by Theo getting that out of traffic. And the Crusaders will move it all the way back up to the midfield and start things over again as Malone has it. Malone and Gerhardt working with it. Gerhardt has it. Falls out of his stick, but the defender on him, so he picks it right back up. 
As Hayden Gerhardt cuts to his right, throws, shoots. That went off the turf, picked up by Lopigolo. He makes the save. He's made a number of really, really good saves on the Crusaders. There's another one. That was a great dodge by Gerhardt. He's a big body, gets by his defender, and made a nice shot into the turf. Again, another nice save by the Mason goalie. He's got four great ones on Sigurdsson. Long pole coming down now for the Comets, and he sends one off the turf, and it bounces up over the stick of Ian Ellis for a goal. Mason Comets, Matthew Minnick with the long pole. Answers the Dalmeyer goal from the first quarter for the Crusaders. And a long stick goal. Didn't look pretty, but it found its way in. That was an unsettled situation again, and that's something that uh, Moeller has to clean up a little bit. Somebody's got to put a, a, a shoulder in the uh, defender's chest as he's coming down through there. They was able to get free. He's a tall, lanky kid, too. He probably could be pushed off the ball or off his path somewhat easy, but no one got on him and he got his hands free. And Matthew Minnick able to come up with his first goal of the year and makes it 8-5 and the Comets win at the faceoff X, but the run downfield ball poked free, loose in the box near the Moeller goal and finally picked off the turf by Colin O'Brien, running to the sideline as he gets some pressure. He'll dump that one back out towards the middle as a battle ensues, the loose ball well, not able to field it. Lane Miller still loose on the turf. Comes back through and picks it off the turf. Good ground ball for Lane Miller as he works himself free. And then a flag coming on one of the Comets who tried to knock the stick out of the hands of Lane Miller. Lost his own stick, so the flag flies. So delayed call coming up on Mason and the Crusaders right now. Great chance to try and get back into this one. See if Moeller can take advantage of this. There was a slash while Miller was uh, crossing the uh, midfield line. And... Uh, We'll see if we can run some offense, run the defense down. If you don't get a score here, at least run the defense down enough to where your man-up unit go against uh, some tired defenders. Lane Miller dodging cross field, cuts to the left, still with the ball and passes back to his right. And having to reach up, Lane Miller makes the save. He got held up trying to work his way through, fights through it, passes behind the net, sends it over left side, Sigurdsson with it. Sigurdsson looking for an opening. Back towards the net, cuts towards his left, passes it off. And the Crusaders reset again as they'll go behind the net. Theo Becker with it. That's Becker. What this is what I'm talking about, Greg. Ball control, ball control. I'll tell you what, we're doing a great job. Lane a Miller. Great feed by Becker into Miller. Miller cut across the middle. Wide, got wide open, got his hands free, and buried that thing in the back of the net. Miller is going to get a goal here and then go a man up. Well, they've gotten two man up goals here already, and that was a great job of just really playing keep away. Wearing the defense down, and then Lane Miller able to fire one by his ninth goal of the year. And Theo Becker, he ran a long way from behind the net over to the side and passed it off to that cutting Lane Miller. He really did. That was nice to see. I'll tell you what, Moeller's doing a great job. Well, it looks like they are waving off that penalty, so I was incorrect. Well, and as long as the Crusaders had that ball, so they do wave it off, and we'll go back to the X. But Crusaders do get the goal. And back to within two at eight to six with 4.50 to go, third quarter. As Reese Boggs back out at midfield at the X, ready to do battle. As he's going up against Brendan Malloy. Another nice battle ensues. Ball pops backwards, getting to it as Reese Boggs. He'll pick it off the turf and then pass it over. So Gertzen has it as Crusaders quickly get into the box. So. Nice win by Reese Box. This time Gillis has it up high, fakes a shot as 
Gillis now will make his way to the sideline as Theo Becker comes back towards midfield. That was a great job by Boggs at the X. Malloy got the clamp, went to flip it out to himself and actually tripped. And that was a tribute to Boggs by hustling after the ball. That's why he got the ground ball and that's why he got the win. DJ Rotello now with the ball as he is up top left corner at the box as cuts inside, weaving his way down left side. He'll pass off to Sigurdsson, who will flip it all the way across the right side. In and out of the stick as picked up off the turf and his shot scored, Dylan Warner. He dropped the pass at first, picked it right back up, started his run in, and fires the Bilo Piccolo to bring the Crusaders to within one. That's one of those hockey players creating his own unsettled situation by dropping the ball on the turf, picking it right back up. Defender overplayed him on the top side. Warner went low and ripped that ball in the back of the net. That was nice to watch. He planned it that way, right? He'll tell you that after the game. We'll see. Do we believe him now? That's a, it doesn't matter. The we'll goal show you the tape, exactly. It's in the back of the net. We won't argue. That we cannot. So, and that all came after the faceoff win by Reese Boggs, who did not give up. So Crusaders back to within one again at 8-7. to seven. This game's going back and forth. Crusaders have never led, but they've been down by as much as three. Ball popped up into the air, cutting through. The Crusaders get it out of the air. as right through. And taking that one, fielding it away, was Blake Gillis again. With a great job, Blake Gillis. And Crusaders will get another offensive opportunity now as... Gillis did a great job of reading Malloy at the faceoff. Malloy clamped that thing, flipped it between his legs, and Gillis just took off and outran the wing player to the ball, picked it out of the air. That was a great job by Moeller. They are playing terrific tonight. They have to keep up this pressure. Couldn't have timed that one any better, Blake Gillis. So now Crusaders on the offensive side as they will start things through. As trying to come across the middle, that is Bedwell. Bedwell getting some pressure, and he'll pass off the left side. Brendan Gary passes it to Sigurdsson behind the net. As under three minutes to go here, third quarter. It's Crusaders down a goal. Pass back over. Flagging that one down is Dunlop. Daniel Dunlop. Back up high into the middle for Bedwell. Bedwell dodges, passing back behind him. It is winding, shooting and scoring! Up high, Brendan Gary does it again! Second of the night for Gary. Brendan Gary's gonna have to keep his dad refing it. <laughs> Other venues. He is having a terrific game tonight. I, and I needed to ask Sean, too, and, and we'll find out eventually. You may already know the answer to this. When, when I was looking back through the stats from last year, there was a Joshua Gary that played for Mason. Is that the older brother of Brendan Gary? I would assume so. Because right, I know Sean's from the Mason area. Yes. So how sweet that must be for Brendan Gary with two goals, and the Crusaders have tied it up at 8-8 with 2.39 to go in the third quarter. What a great game this is. Mason only giving up less than six goals a game. They've given up eight to the Crusaders. This time, Malloy's going to win the faceoff and retreat back and pass it to his goaltender. Lo Piccolo was out of net. Lo Piccolo now will make his way upfield as he'll pass off to the left sideline. That's the first time we've seen that from Malloy. He actually knocked the ball back onto his end of the field, retreated through it to the goalie so they could come out. So they stopped the aggression just for a minute. Calmont almost lost the ball for Mason. They come right back down. Shot flies wide, but quickly backed up and thrown right back out front by Chase Flora. Mason regroups with two minutes to go here in the offensive zone. Tied 8-8. Moeller and Mason. 
They've had some great battles the last couple of years. Coming off the sideline, here comes Croy as he sends one just wide. Carson Croy got free coming from behind the net off the left corner, but shot it wide, backed up. Flora has it now. With a minute 43, Flora tries to cut all the way behind the net off to the left side, but he'll pass it back up, and regrouping are the Comets. They'll move it over left side. McMal McCalmont makes a dodge coming down low. Sends one in off the turf that was picked off by the goalkeeper, Ian Ellis, as he's able to make the save on that one. Keep this game tied at eight. He's got the ball, getting some pressure, looking for a man to fling off to, and he will off that left sideline. That's coming out with it of the Crusaders. Gets it over to Jackson Garrett on the near side here. Garrett's going to take that thing upfield. Then he'll pass it across field, getting it up near the top of the box and brought in by the Crusaders. And a pass got off the stick of Theo Becker rolling towards the end line. That's going to be a turnover on the Crusaders. And I think Theo Becker maybe took the eye off the pass on that one. I think the goal was looking pretty big to him yep. at the time. He was cutting down that right side. He had an opening, but... So now under a minute to go, third quarter action, and Mason back with the ball. Matthew Mink with a long stick. Coming back over midfield, falls out of his stick. The Crusaders pick it up off midfield, and then mauled out of midfield. Ball comes free again as it's bouncing towards the sideline. Ground ball battle ensuing, picked up by Flora. He had it knocked out of his stick. Still on the turf again, finally controlled by Mason's Wetzelblatt. And then he'll try to pass it off. That went deflected away. Crusaders have it. 25 to go. It's Dalmeyer coming upfield now. He's got one of the Crusaders' goals. And he'll pass it back, nearly threw it over Sigurdsson's head. But Sigurdsson tracks it down with 15 to go. That was a huge battle at midfield. And I'll tell you what, the Crusaders are showing a lot of grit tonight and getting after these ground balls and creating some good opportunities for themselves. Dylan Warner, five seconds to go. Goal line extended, ball knocked out of his stick, picked up by Mason, and they will run out the clock as we are through three quarters here at Mason as a lot of the folks that were watching the track meet are now turned around watching a little lax action. Friday Night Lights, it's a good one. Muller, Mason through three quarters, tied up 8-8. Eight, eight. Fourth quarter when we return on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. London Computer Systems is a seven-time top workplace thanks to their top Cincinnati workforce. For three decades, LCS has been a leading provider of critical business technologies, including their signature property management software, Rent Manager. Take the next step in your career and join this award-winning workforce. Visit www.lcs.com careers today. With Dwayne Titus, Greg Waddell back here as we are at the Mason Sports Complex behind the football field. We are on the all-purpose field. And right now it's getting a lot of work out as the Molar Crusaders, Mason Comets, wearing his turf out, tied up 8-8. Crusaders, Dwayne, had a chance there late in that third quarter to take their first lead. Couldn't pull the trigger on it, but you can't can't fight the effort that they put in here through three quarters. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, this is the best game I've seen them play all year. They've shown grit, determination. They're getting after these ground balls. Shots on goal are even, it looks like, from the scoreboard, 14-14, to 8-8 to eight on the scoreboard. This is an evenly matched game. Crusaders need to show some more of that grit, and let's see if we can pull it out in the fourth quarter. But Mason wins the faceoff here to start this fourth quarter as Malloy comes right downfield, and now Mason will set up. 
here in the fourth quarter. First opportunity with the ball in this fourth quarter as moving the ball around up high in the middle. That is Brendan Ross. He's got one of the Mason goals here tonight. He'll pass it over to the left corner as passing it back up is McCalmont. Moving it around, Brendan Ross over right side. McCallumont has it now as he circles back around. McCallumont back, Ross over left side. Flora passing it down, goal line extended. Coming down low, a shot scored by Carson Croy. That's his fourth of the night, and he was right along the goal line, and it just took a step right out in front and went up high in the top 90. He really was, and again, a little bit of an unsettled situation. The ball got moved around. They get a skip pass across to Croy, and the slide was a little late. When the slide came, they went for the stick instead of the body, and that's something Moeller has to clean up around the crease. Instead of chasing stick, they need to put some people down on the uh, around the crease. That goal coming 47 seconds into the fourth quarter, and Mason back up by a goal now at 9-8. At the X we go. Reese Boggs going up against Brendan Malloy, and we'll have a false start on the Crusaders, so they'll give the ball over to Mason, so they get the faceoff win the easy way that time. First faceoff violation we've seen tonight. It's pretty good battles out at the X, but Mason gets the better of that one right now as Alex Dragunov now cutting his way over towards the right side with the ball. Mason with the lead. As we're just a little over a minute into the fourth quarter in a one-goal game, 9-8. Crusaders trailing. This is something Bowler doesn't want to do. They've spent a lot of the Ooh. season. Dragging that with that. Dragunov got the pass right out front. He got free. And the easy dump-in goal for Dragunov. And Mason now all of a sudden quickly up by two. So I was going to say, Greg, Moeller's been playing a lot of defense this season. They don't want to start that here in the fourth quarter. And they're already down by two goals. They've had uh, Mason's had two possessions, two goals. One of those goals coming just a minute 21 into the fourth quarter. And... Crusaders have never led in this game. They've tied it up at one, at two, at five, and at eight, but have never led. Twice they've been down by three goals and battled back. This would be a big win by Boggs if he can pull this out at the X. They're battling, still battling that ball back towards the bowler offensive side. Box still battling for it. As Still loose on the turf, finally, well, gathered up, not gathered up, and then taking it, fielding it, Lane Miller, who got hit, knocked down with the ball, and a flag comes flying. Lane Miller did a great job picking up that ground ball. It was quite a cluster in there. He got that ground ball and got leveled immediately, so that'll be a push with possession. And Crusaders will go man up. They've got two man up goals in this game, and a chance now to get back closer, trailing at 10-8. So another opportunity for the Crusaders who will set things up with Brendan Sigurdsson working up. Well, they're going to make him come back near midfield to take that ball. He'll put it in play. And the Crusaders, the third man up of the game. We'll see what they can do with their man up here with 30-second man up. They quickly move it all the way around. Comes back up high to Sigurdsson. Over to Theo Becker, who has his pass intercepted, trying to throw it behind the net. And... Mason will take it near the sideline, eating up some clock now. A long, lazy pass across field, and that ball fielded and getting away from the man and running up field for Mason is Luke Langefels, and he'll get up over midfield. He has it knocked out of his stick, but able to gather it right back up, and it has it knocked free again, loose through the sideline, still battling for it. 
And then a timeout called by Mason. Oh, no, they're going to give the ball back up. Moeller has it. Ball went off off the uh, Mason player in the scrum on the sideline. That's what it was. It went over the sideline on that far side of the field. So Moeller will get to put the ball in play now as the man up is over. We're back to even strength now. And nine and a half to go as the Crusaders, though, with the ball, trailing it by two. Each team has a turnover here in the fourth quarter. Moeller cannot afford anymore. They're going to have to force some when Mason gets possession, and we're going to have to take advantage of our offensive possessions, try to put the ball in the back of the net. Wayne Miller coming through, has an opening, but his shot flies high and wide, and backed up by Zach Kroger for the Crusaders. Or is it? They're going to get the ball. Who are they giving the ball to? Mason picked up one of the balls off the end line. And now they're going to drop it back down. Moeller will get the ball. And I think the referee was uh, shielded. The referee on the far side came over. and There was a, a Moeller player behind the referee. He didn't see who was closer to the ball. Yeah, so Moeller able to keep possession. As we are three minutes into the fourth quarter. It's a two-goal lead for Mason. Cole Grillo starts down the left side, cuts into the middle, gets free, shoots one, bounces it over the net, though, but backed up by Sigurdsson and the Crusaders. And Grillo took a shot after that. It was pretty high. He's still on the turf. Yeah, he's doubled over right now, and they are going to attend to Cole Grillo as we'll see the Crusaders training staff come out. So while we get a chance, we'll take a quick timeout here as the Muller Crusaders down a couple of goals here in Mason early fourth quarter. Actually, no, you know what? Tell you what, we'll keep it right here. Grillo gets up on his own. He's going to run off. Cross players are tough. <laughs> yes, they are, especially <laughs> Grillo. I've uh, affectionately nicknamed him the caveman. Oh, really? I've never seen a kid who can run through stick after stick, make a move. It doesn't look pretty, but he gets it done. Yeah, so Crusaders, they put it in play. Really good. Wait to put the ball in place. Sigurdsson already passed it off. Zach Kroger plays it behind the net. Now Sigurdsson takes it, so back underway we go. Crusaders moving it around. They'll put it back up high in the middle as Wayne Miller cuts across to his right and passes back behind him to the left. Dylan Warner has it. Warner spinning the stick around with the ball. Eight and a half to go. Still with the ball, Dylan Warner passing it off left side. Up high on that right sideline coming around with it is Zach Kroger as he'll retreat behind the Mason net. Zach Kroger looking for an opening. Almost lost his footing, still with the ball. Zach Kroger passes it off left side. Has a fake shot by Rotella, passes it up to Lane Miller, up high, shoots. Fires it high and wide as Crusaders will back that one up. Kroger did a great job of drawing the double team back at X, got the ball around. Bowler has to make sure the uh, ball doesn't die in their stick as they're bringing the ball around. A couple passes there a little faster, may have got Miller's hands open just a little bit more. Rotello now tries to flip one over to the left side. It was deflected, but able to track that one down. Lane Miller and the Crusaders keep it alive. And Brennan Sigurdsson behind the net, works his way out front. Ball pokes free. He has to pick it up, stops his run. He starts his way inside, moves down low, dumps one in, and he got hit as he went into the crease, and they call a crease violation on Sigurdsson, who looked like he got pushed into the crease. Wow. That ball hit the crossbar and was able to stay out nonetheless. And it would have gotten waved off anyway, so a stop by Mason. I'll tell you what, Sigurdsson looked like he got uh, a lot of help going into the crease. Cross-checked right into the crease, into the turf, but he had position, but. 
Ultimately, no call. Moeller's got to play defense here. What they do is we're coming down to seven minutes to go here. Two-goal Mason lead. Comets move the ball behind the Moeller net. We'll move it towards the left sideline corner now. As the Comets keeping the ball alive. Wexelblatt all the way retreating back up midfield now. Wexelblatt, many left. Makes his way down. Passes it across to the right side. Shot in. Ellis makes the save as he took that one. Right at the waist off the stick of Brendan Ross and then able to control the rebound. And the Crusaders get their stop. Uh, they'll start the ball from in front of their own net. Blake Gillis, he's been really, it seems like, at all ends of the field. Drawing players towards him, towards the sideline. Trying to fight his way through. Ball knocked free. And then he got hit from behind. No call. And a loose ball picked up by Xander Wells and has it knocked out of his stick. But right to Chase Flora, right out of midfield. And Mason able to track that ball down. Chase Flora trying to spin away as he'll cut down into that right corner. Running, wants to circle all the way back around, fires a shot in as he comes to the left of the crease and fires that one wide, bounced it over the sideline. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that was uh, quite a transition. I'd like to see Moeller call a timeout. Gillis was getting into trouble. They were short time trying to get across the midfield, and he was getting triple teamed on the sideline. He really had nowhere to go with the ball. So Mason able to keep possession under six to go. Two goal Mason lead. It was tied at eight, eight through three. Two goals here for Mason early in the fourth quarter. Have the Comets in the lead. They've got the ball. Trying to come off the inline shot, score. No, that was in the outside of the goal. Oh, it hit the side of the net. Oh, Mason celebrated like they had it, but that did hit the side of the net. Wetzelblatt thought he had it too. It was short of the goal, then a long outlet feed off the stick of Dalmeyer, tracking it down to Theo Becker as he'll come back around with it. He'll circle up high. Theo Becker gets into the box and steps out, passes it off to the left, and the Crusaders, Crusaders settle it down. That was a great full-speed ground ball by Becker. He was hauling after that ball right at it. That's a tough one to pick up off the turf, and he did it. That was nice. We got the touch. Now let's settle down, get some offense, get a goal. And here they come into the middle of the Crusaders, but... Peeling it back out is Cole Grillo. He'll pass it back up high, and Dylan Warner plays that one. Off left side, Sigurdsson working off the mid. Now comes down low, shoots and scores! Unassisted goal by Sigurdsson. I'll tell you what, again, he went right down the alley, got his hands free, knocked that thing in the back of the net. That's exactly what the Crusaders need at this point. 4.51 left. This is a battle of the big men. Croy has four for Mason. And Sigurdsson now with three for the Crusaders as he's now two goals behind Corey Lockwood for fourth place all time on the Moeller goal scoring list. Be nice to steal a face off here if you're Boggs in the Crusaders. And Boggs did get a couple of those in the third quarter that drew the game even. We're now Mason leading at 10-9 with 4.51 to go, a one goal game. Big battle at the X now. As the big boy's in there, trying to get to it. The ball towards the offensive side, battling. Mason comes away with it. That ball popped right into the stick. And coming away with it, David Rowe. As he'll make his way over the left side and passing it off. And Carson Croy has it now. The Crusaders trying to get a stop here. Croy out of the box, up high left side. Passes it back up to David Rowe. And then Croy has it knocked out of his stick, but able to track it back down. Titus knocked it free momentarily, but... Croy able to get to it, flips it back over. Chase Flora has it. Flora working his way back, takes a little shove off, almost lost his footing, but keeps possession, gives it off. 
Nice to, has it. nice to see the Crusaders with a sense of urgency here. They're really pressing out on defense, putting the pressure on Mason. Make them handle the ball. Well, there was either a pass man intended across field, but it was intercepted by Ian Ellis. I don't know if that was a shot or a pass, but he tracked it down either way, and Crusaders get the stop. That's exactly what they needed. The Crusaders are down in the turnover column in the fourth quarter, also down on the scoreboard by the same margin, one. 10 to nine to score as we're down to 340 to go. Crusaders on the offensive side of the field now as Cole Grillo waiting for some fresh legs to check in. A pass over left side corner to left top of the box. Sigurdsson over to TJ Rotello who is GLE left. Makes a nice move along the goal line, works his way back up, flings a shot. and went over top of the cage though and backed up by the Crusaders. That wasn't a bad shot. It's either going in or over, and the Crusaders were nice, nice job in backup there so they could retain possession. And Zach Kroger backed it up, and he'll play it in, and the Crusaders throw it back up high. Top of the box right side. Cole Grillo dodges one way, cuts into the middle, passes behind the net. Kroger passing it back left side. Rotello back up high. Sigurdsson working to midi. Dylan Warner now with a ball coming down the right side. Throws one in, and that one just went wide. Crusaders had that one backed up nicely again, though. Nice effort by Dylan Warner. Again, I like the shot there. I'll tell you what, you can't score if you don't shoot. They're putting pressure on Mason defense and the Mason goalie. 2.45 to go. Sigurdsson takes the pass. As moving across, as got a screen, but couldn't get around as TJ Rotella went down to the turf, and Sigurdsson still with the ball. Sig Sigurdsson's got a short stick on him now, and, of course, Mason's going to slide super, super early after that uh, Oh, there's a pick by uh, Rotello. A pass by Sigurdsson. He got hit as he tried to pass it off, and the ball rolls free over the sideline. He got hit, tried to one-hand pass it, and he got hit just as he let the pass go, and it went wild, and Mason able to get the turnover. Crucial turnover. Let's see if the uh, Crusaders can get the ball back. They're going to show some grit here with a uh, little over two minutes left in the game. And then a turnover by Mason, the ball loose on the turf and picked up by the Crusaders as Dalmeyer has it running his way upfield. Dalmeyer into the offensive side. He'll get to the box and then he'll peel back out as he'll pass it over and there's the stop. And now we'll see if the Crusaders under two minutes to go want to set anything up as Theo Becker passes over to Sigurdsson. Crusaders have timeouts available. Cole Grillo passing it over left side and then behind the net, Zach Kroger fields it. As we're down to 100 seconds remaining in this one, the Crusaders trying to come from behind and tie things up down a goal. As now starting his run, Lane Miller gets his free, shoots, he scores! And then got hit as his helmet went rolling, but he got the goal to tie things up at 10-10. What a move by Miller. He just ran across the field, down the alley, and let that thing fly. I'm not sure what happened after that goal. The helmet flew off. The refs are talking to him, but I don't see any laundry on the field. So at least the uh, Crusaders got the game tied up at 10 with a minute 24 left. Let's see if we can get after this faceoff. So Reese Boggs and Brendan Malloy out at the X. A big faceoff battle tied at 10 with a minute 24 good to go in this one. This game so important for both teams. Mason 10 and three, the Crusaders eight and five. Looking for a very 
impressive win for their resume. A battle at the X, it's loose. Reese Box had it, knocked free out of his stick, rolling towards the sideline as TJ Rotello lost his footing. Ball's loose, picked up by the Comets and then run over one of the Comets, TJ Rotella, who had gotten run over, no flag, and then he ran over Brendan Malloy. But a timeout was called by Mason with a minute 12 to go as refs letting him play. Great hustle by both teams. It was uh, quite the scrum here on uh, our side of the field. I'd like to see a loose ball push by Mason on that one. Nothing happened. Malloy picked up the ground ball and immediately Rotella, who got pushed from behind, got back up and put him back on the ground with a legal hit. Luckily, no flag came out, so yeah. that's good. With a minute 12, and they did. They let him play both sides, and so with a minute 12 to go, and we should mention it, and if you didn't hear our, our interview with Sean McGinnis at the halftime, these referees actually had to ref a game before this. That's the reasons why there was no earlier game. There were not enough referees in town. St. X also playing tonight against Beaver Creek, so there weren't enough referees to handle the game, an early game. So these refs refed a game earlier and bolted their way here to take part in this game at 8.30. That's why it's so late. That's what I've heard. It's been a, a, a sparse sparsity of referees in the city. I'll tell you, it, it's tough to get them. So I think right. you're going to see a lot more kids coming up refing some of these uh, younger games and I would say trying easy to train money. more. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not always easy when you get the fans on the sideline, but it's it could be good money for young kids. I think that's part of the problem why there's a, a referee shortage. Right, very well could be. A minute 12 to go after the Mason timeout. We're tied at 10-10. The Crusaders got the game-tying goal from Lane Miller moments ago, but Mason with the ball now. Crusaders need a stop and maybe one last crack in regulation. They have never led in this game. They trailed 8-8, 5-5, 2-2, and 1-1, but have never led. Mason with the ball down the offensive side. He'll move it over to the left corner. Goal line extended. Pass behind the net. Almost turned it over as we're under a minute to go now. 45 seconds to go. Croy throws it back up high. Dragunov with it. Cross field pass taken by Ben Samini. Some different names out there at this point of the game for Mason. And they'll move the ball around over to the left side and in and out of the stick, but Flora tracks it down. 30 seconds to go. Flora making his way around the right side, trying to find an opening, passes back to the middle. Xander Wells shoots and scores. He got that one just inside the post, off the turf. Bounced it by Ian Ellis with 22 seconds remaining. Mason regains the lead. That was a great pass coming back. The initial slide came, the two slide came to the middle. Put a shoulder right in Wells' chest, and he got that thing bounced just inside the post. Just snuck it by, and now the Crusaders going to need a face-off win and some offense quick, trailing it 11-10 with 22 seconds to go in a hard-fought battle. The good, good thing for Moeller is Boggs has got the clamp the last two times. We'll see if he can get the clamp and go with this. Well, the ball pushed backwards. It's rolling on the turf and rolling towards the sideline. As he picks us up, we need a timeout. He dove for the ball off his stick, out of bounds, and it'll be given to Mason with 12 seconds to go. And a valiant effort by Reese Box. He almost got it under control, but Mason will put it into play now. And clock will run quickly as Brendan Malloy has it. Getting whacked, cuts free, looks back at the clock. He just flips it high over the sideline, fielded. 
moving it around, but the clock's going to run out of time. Mason has it, and they will hold off and win the game as they win by a final score of 11-10. to 10. A valiant effort tonight by the Molar Crusaders, but Dwayne, unfortunately, it's going to come up just one goal short. It is going to come up short. It's definitely going to hurt Molar in the seedings. Mason is no slouch. Mason's one of the top teams in the state. They're one of the top teams in the region. That's why they're going to be seeded higher. But I'll tell you what, I, I don't want to say there's a good loss. There's never a good loss. This is one of the better games Molar's played all year. They came out aggressive. They did some much better things on offense. They should take away some good things, stay calm, stay settled. They did play a good game with just a few too many mistakes. What we talked about in the pregame, too, a few too many mistakes, and that's what hurt them, uh, the turnover game. Yeah, you just brought up a, a great point. There's never a good loss, but you got to find ways to, to learn lessons out of some of these. And they know that they can compete and be in the game. The, the St. X game, I'm sure, was a bit on the demoralizing side earlier in the season. They've had some other tough games against some out-of-state opponents, Cathedral and, and Trinity out of Indiana, Kentucky, respectively, St. Ignatius earlier in the year. But in City, they went right down to the wire. It took a Mesa goal with 22 seconds left to win it. They did. And that's something they'll learn from. They've got a, a big game tomorrow. they got to go home, get some rest, get healed up, get their minds right. They've got St. Charles coming in, who's no slouch no, in the no. state. They're ranked up there as well. And uh, nothing like bringing a uh, top-tiered team in for senior day. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not one of those, uh, what do they call the cupcakes or whatever. Not a cupcake alert, day. no. <laughs> it is not. But a hard-fought effort tonight. But the Crusaders fall just short as they lose inside the final minute. Mason comes back to win it by a final score of 11 to 10. Comets record goes to 11 and three on the season. You're right, Dwayne, they're one of the better teams in the city, if not in the state. And Moeller now at eight and six, and they're gonna have to, to really play it tough here down the stretch as season kind of starting to wind down on them. They got St. Charles prep tomorrow, LaSalle next Wednesday, then they'll head up to Columbus for that MSLCA tournament up at uh, Fort, uh, Fortress of Betts, and uh, they're gonna need to come away with some wins, but probably will drop down to that second I think that second pairing in that tournament as well, I believe is what Sean was saying. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how that'll work in the tournament seedings. Definitely up at Obetz will drop down the second tier, uh, which is fine going up there. Uh, the big thing is get a big win tomorrow. Hopefully bring your standing up a little bit in the state for the tournament seedings. And then you uh, last regular season game next week against LaSalle and then Get your minds right for the tournament. Yep. That's all you want to do is win your last game. That's exactly right. And they know tonight, after tonight, although they come up a goal short, that they can compete with anybody. Fortunately, they fall just one short as they lose at 11-10. Dwayne, appreciate you coming up here, helping out here tonight, man. Great having you back on here with us. We'll catch you on the PA tomorrow. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Oh, it was great. Well, I probably won't be. Senior day, they're probably going to kick me off. I'm going to be on the field. Oh, that's right. They may kick me back up there, though. You going to have any tears during the game or on the field? I don't know. I'll tell you what. They say everything goes way too quick, and it sounds cliche, but, boy, it does. Amen. There is no doubt about that one. So, Dwayne, appreciate it. Enjoy senior day tomorrow, and certainly to your son as well, Braden. That's a great young man. And uh, to all the seniors tomorrow, enjoy senior day. And let's go out and get a big win tomorrow. Absolutely. That's what we're looking for. Thanks, Greg. Absolutely. Dwayne Ties, appreciate his time there tonight as the Crusaders.
Raiders fall a tough one tonight as they fall to the Mason Comets by a final score of 11-10. As always, thanks to our videographer, that would be retired hockey coach Mike Reiner, to our executive producer Rob Ebel, my son producer tonight, Zach Waddell, Greg Waddell. Thanks for listening here tonight to Moeller Lacrosse as the Crusaders fall at Mason. Your final score, Comets 11, Crusaders 10. Thanks again for listening to Moeller Crusader Lacrosse on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.